Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everybody, to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. I hope you are all doing well. This is PJ, and across from me is sitting... PK. Man, I thought you were going to, like, bust out in a rap or something. We were like, yo, 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 hear me, though. I don't know. No, it would be a really bad, like, (laughs) 80s... Oh, man. Here I am, and I'm going to tell you who I am. I don't know. I can't rap. No, it's all good, man. It's something that comes with practice, I guess. Yeah, no, all my all my rapping sounds like those really cheesy raps from the 80s, you know, like when a pop star put in a rap and they tried to do it. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, that's 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 me. I got no skills. I can't spit the bars, man. Uh, look, freestyling is not something that I was good at either. I remember listening to uh, the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was 99 Jams was the name of the radio station. Oh, I man, there was like my- a 99 Jams. Where were you? Where were you growing up? That was in Miami. Oh, okay. That makes sense. In Orlando, there was a, I felt like there was a 99 Jams. Well, anyhow, uh, certain evenings, they had, um, you could call in and they would play a song for you, like just instrumental, mm-hmm. and then you would have to rap to it. Did you do that? I was so tempted to call. I always oh, kept working on my, on my lines and never, never worked it up enough to, to call in. And, and I was so hoping you said I did that because I would have <laughs> scoured the internets for days trying to find that if you had. Oh, no, no, no. I, I It was so funny because I kept trying to get my lines together and I never felt confident enough to call in. So what were some of your lines? Do you remember some of your lines? No. Oh, come on. I bet you do. And you just don't <laughs> no, want to no. tell me. No, no, no. Oh, come on. Don't I be don't shy, Curcio. I don't remember what they oh, are fully. Oh, man, that would have been awesome no no or you know what i'll i'll, I'll what i will do okay. is for one of our future episodes i'll actually work on some lines what i will and You'll i'll spit try some to bars spit, for and I'll us. spit some bars i love it but it you heard it everybody though. it's on tape <laughs> and i know where to find this tape so we are gonna yes i love it well I, again have mercy because uh, <laughs> it's not my gift all right well uh, well I, i'm just surprised you're saying you'll do it i'm loving this right now you know what would be neat? Mm-hmm. If I can actually get the song they would use for the for Ooh. the 99 Jams one. That, I mean, that'd be neat for you, but for everyone else, we don't know what it is. Yeah, it means no, nothing. No. We could just get some generic <laughs> beat from the YouTubes or whatever. Oh, no. I can use one of the ones from our, our list. Oh, of yeah, songs. yeah. Our list we'll of see. songs. We got some pretty nice... Pretty nice jams in yes, there. Yes, we do. So how you doing, man? I'm great, man. I am yeah. excited that we get to do this. I mean... Yeah. I love the fact that we get to have these conversations and inspire others to come together and have these difficult conversations. So a couple of weeks ago. Yes. We were talking about pet peeves. Yes, we were. And we didn't couldn't think of them right on the spot, but I've been thinking of my pet peeves and I want to share them today. But first You're off, do you have a pet peeve to share with me? I've been thinking about this since the last time we recorded because okay. I was like, I got to figure out what this, what this, what qualifies as a pet peeve mm-hmm. for PJ, right? Mm-hmm. So- uh, I've been thinking about it and this is what I came up with. Okay. Don't give me your, give me your pet peeve and let us in the audience, uh, <laughs> figure out whether this is a pet peeve or not. Okay. So light switches mm-hmm. 
All right. Now there's different kinds, right? There's the ones that you can actually flip, and then they're the ones that you can tap. I don't know what those are called. I don't know what the difference is between okay. the two of them. Anyhow, it drives me mad mm-hmm. when they're not in the right position. Okay. So, for instance, when you flip the light on, you uh-huh. flip the light switch up. Oh, okay. But then when they're like, I don't know what it's called, double-sided or I don't know what the, or three-way. I think it's called a three-way, where what it does is you can flip it on or off in different places. So, uh-huh. the switch is not always in the position indicating that the light is on or off. Right. So I literally walk around my house sometimes just checking the switches. So you want them all in the right position. So do you, in your house, do you have, like I have one of those uh, three switches right. in, on my stairs going downstairs. So Got it. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Right. So you try to make sure that they're always in the right spot to do. That's correct. I will go back downstairs yeah. just to flip a switch to make sure <laughs> that the other one is flipped correctly. That's a little OCD. That Well, I mean. I mean, a little bit. I mean, uh, th- that counts as a pet peeve. Okay, sure. okay, cool. If it bothers you enough that you got to go around and do it. <laughs> so if if it's off, the switch is off and you, well, yeah, so, it, but it makes you angry. No, I mean, not angry. Yeah. It's but, just like, come on, man. All right. All right, that's, so, that's a minor pet peeve, okay. Yeah, that's I mean, a, it's not major, but... Like I said, it's a little OCD, though. It's kind of... <laughs> it is. I mean, the, the point is, it's just so it's it's easy. That's that's why they do this. So it doesn't matter where you flip the light, just you can access yeah. the light, turn the light on. You yeah, know? you have three switches, though, so it can't always work right if you turn off from the bottom and... Anyways, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I don't know if it's called a two-way or a three-way switch. I'm not really sure what the name is. Uh, nor the type of switches that I'm talking about. But I'm sure that our listeners know. Right. They get the idea. They, they, they probably get the idea. <laughs> All right, so here's my pet peeve. All right, go ahead. I can't stand it when I'm driving mm-hmm. and I let someone in mm-hmm. and they don't acknowledge me. Oh, like you, yeah. Like you for sure let them in or, and this goes along, this is the same thing, uh-huh. or if I open the door for someone and they don't say thank you. Oh, that's like it's it's a pet peeve of mine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, sure, no, no problem. You deserve it. <laughs> this is I what got I- you. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I thought you were gonna say if somebody cuts you off, like, or you not cuts you off, but you let them in mm-hmm. and then they break in front of well, you. Well, that's just that doesn't happen very often. That's just a jerk if they do that. <laughs> Obviously, that's everyone's like. That's not a pet peeve. That's just mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. I, I mean I can't stand. So back in the day, you know you. I feel like more often when I was a kid, I remember my parents letting someone in and you'd see the, them raise the hand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's tinted windows now, so it's a little harder to see sometimes, but I will sometimes roll down the window and put my hand out. Oh, I do that. Yeah, I yeah. do that. So and people I also, know I appreciate it. Good. And I also put my hazards on, like just to, to show appreciation. Interesting. I would never... See, I, would, I didn't know that's a thing. Is that a thing? I've seen it done before and that's where I picked it up. Huh. Like I let someone in and they had tents and yeah. what they did is they flipped their hazards. I'm like, oh, oh I hope their car isn't breaking down. Yeah, but that's then, what I would think. But then they just turned it off and kept driving. I would have thought they were just made a mistake. No. Interesting. No, because the hazards, you have to like intentionally press them. Like you, it's not Yeah, just- but if you're reaching for something, haven't you accidentally hit them? Like if they're in the middle console, I've hit them before accidentally. No, I haven't. Wow. So that's how I'm like, I don't, I don't know. That's what I picked up from it. And then I started doing that. So if I... If I if someone lets me in, huh. uh, if I rather not put my hand out the window, I just right. hit the hazard. If it's a little then. too cold, if it's rainy. Rainy, yes. Cold, uh, I'm not so bothered with cold. I, it's chilly I, today and you're like wearing almost just a regular sweatshirt. Dude, and, it's, it's a sweater, but it, it's 
I like oh, it, man. Sorry, I love the sweater. Cold. Remember, he's very uh, fashion no, forward, what? and no. I got oh, it wrong. God. I call it a, a sweatshirt. Sorry, it's a sweater. It is very. It, you look very good. It's I mean, a, no, I, I appreciate it. You have a nice plaid shirt on today. You, you nah, know, you, mine looks like a lumberjack. So, I'm, so, <laughs> looks like I a, came that, from work. That's a style too, by the way. Right. Um, but it's a yeah, it's a half zip sweater. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, I, I can't stand it. Oh, well, that's good. That's that's nice to know that maybe I could do the hazards now, and. I open the door for people and I just can't stand it when they don't even acknowledge you. Yeah. I mean, what, what kind of, yeah, the entitlement, and especially we're in the South. Like <laughs> you should always get a thank you even for nothing. Yeah. The entitlement, I, I get where you're coming from. I, I don't know if I kind of gave up on that. Like I hold the door and whatever, if people, I'll still hold the door, but if they walk by, I'm like, and then I'm saying, I say to myself, Oh, sure. No, no problem. <laughs> Whatever, no problem. You, sorry, your highness. <laughs> That's what I say. If they don't say anything, you're like welcome. if it's a friend, or, or like even my wife and we've been doing a lot of stuff and I open the door, I don't expect it then. But if it's right. like so, some stranger you don't know yeah. and you're being kind and you're opening the door, letting mm -hmm. them through first, I yeah. just, just some kind of acknowledge. It's a pet peeve of mine when people don't have the common courtesy to say thank you. Yeah. That, you know what? That, that's fair. Okay. That's one of those things that I, I, yeah, See, I, I couldn't let it get to me, but you you don't. You're too nice. We've established <laughs> oh, this. You're man. too nice to let that get to you. The only thing that gets you is some inanimate object, <laughs> like a slight <laughs> switch. That gets you upset, right? You know, yeah, it's just like. But on. I've never seen you mad at a person, man. Oh. Like if they're being a little bit like, yeah, I I don't I don't anger easily. Yeah, you uh, almost that, apologize true. for them being mean. Well, it's okay. It's all right. No, no problem. It all, yeah, no, it, no problem. It all depends. <laughs> like, like there are certain things that I go from zero to a hundred on. Oh, I, oh, well, tell me that. That then that might be a big pet but, peeve. But that's not a peeve. You know, like like I said, that's more of a like actual frustration. Like, like. But that's what a pet peeve it is. It's a frustration. It's something well, no, no, that no, bugs like, you that you can't just like, uh, like it grates on you. Like zero to a hundred though. Like like you got to be like harming something. Like like if you okay. If you take advantage of me, mm -hmm. like, or, and I pick up on it, like that. Right, that's we already talked about that. Yeah, but yeah. that's not a pet peeve. Right, you know, right. like, we, that's more, we talked about that. That's, right. That no one likes that. Right. But if someone like mistreats my wife or my girls, yeah, like I can go zero to a hundred real quick. Okay. Yeah, that's so, more than a pet peeve. So that, so that, so those are the things like that really get to me. But other than that, I don't know that I have a whole lot of things that I don't know what it is. I I just try to live a peaceful life. All right. Sweet. Well, hey, everyone. If you, Why don't you tell us what your pet peeve is? Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, I want to know what's, what's other people have as their pet peeves. Yes, diversityonahill at gmail.com. Diversity with the C. Oh, that's an email address, by the way, for those of you who don't know what that is. And or, then we have, for, for you more modern kids, at Instagram. On a hill. Yeah. yeah. At Diversity yeah. on a Hill. Yeah. At Gmail. We don't have no, a No, not Gmail. Sorry, not Instagram. Sorry. We don't have a TikTok yet or whatever the newest thing. What's the newest thing? Is there like a new thing right now? You know, I, I mean, he I heard about something, but I don't remember what it's called. Oh, <laughs> so that doesn't help any. <laughs> right. It's probably some weird name that, it, you know, I think it starts with the T, but it's not TikTok. Okay. It, I don't know. Maybe they can tell us. Maybe you could tell us. Well, hey, we are going to do a few little clickbaits here today. So stay tuned. We will be back in one second for a clickbait episode. We got uh, a few th things here that I found interesting. Yes, it'll be more than a second because I love jamming. All right, let's jam.
nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was nice. All right. First one. You ready for this? This is actually something you sent me. Okay. And then at first I was like, what? Um, I'm trying to see, trying to remember the text, but you kind of like did a little like, wow, and, and sent me this Twitter. It was a Twitter post from a person, a sports talk show uh, personality called Dan Lebertard. Oh, yeah. He does the Dan Lebertard show. Yeah, he used to do Highly Questionable with Poppy. Yeah. And Poppy was his father. His father, yep. And I rem- I actually remember having a conversation with someone before you sent me this about kind of the the interesting racial tones of that because poppy mm-hmm. has a really thick accent yes and they play it up for laughs yes it does yes right? they do. <laughs> and so it's kind of a stereotypical type of thing and they make fun of the way he says things um and when you sent this it was interesting because it was him recording and it was very very serious and basically dan lebertard is saying Hey, I need to apologize. I need to get word out before TMZ gets a hold of this or some other publication gets a hold of this. Yeah, the tabloids. Yeah. And through the thing, he basically says, I've been lying to you guys this whole time. I'm not Hispanic. Yes. Because he says he's from Cuban descent. And he lives in Miami, so that's kind of a big thing. Right. And then he said that his father, Poppy, Mm -hmm. wasn't really uh, his father, Poppy, but an actor- and he gave his name. I can't remember what the name was. Uh, what is it? He gave some weird name. Yeah. No, it was a, it was a just a typical sounding name. Um, and he said this is he's he's an actor from Des Moines. Yes. And I was like, wow, because they play it so much on the show. Play it up so much his Cuban heritage and his father and his accent and all this stuff. And it blew my mind. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And and. So I was like, wow, I sent it to a couple of friends of mine who were fans. One's a fan and one's like, oh, yeah, we've, we've heard of this. And so I was, trying to, I was trying to remember who I had this conversation with about his father's accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that was sent. And I was like, all right, well, this is definitely something we're going to talk about the show because here's someone lying about his Hispanic heritage. Yes. And profiting over it. And he said in his confession on Twitter that they were – it was beneficial. It was to the show. They were kind of making money off it. So they just kept going and they got sucked into it. What did you think originally? Like what hit you? Like what were your thoughts? I was like, wow. Before I like dove into really looking into it, right? Mm-hmm. And making sure because PJ was was awesome enough to be like, I think that's a hoax. Um, well, you're giving away part of the thing now. Well, no, whoa, 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 no. It's just that I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't think it was a hoax right away though. Like at first I was like, man, this is weird. And the thing was the Twitter had come out the day before mm-hmm. and I hadn't heard anything on like sports radio or I hadn't heard anything on the right. other websites. And I'm exactly. like, why am not, why am not, why am I not hearing more about this? This is kind of a big deal. Yeah. The tweet was like not a, yeah, it didn't get a lot of traction from other sources. And that was odd From to credible me. sources. Correct. I did see it on a couple smaller like a Yahoo article saying, oh, this guy's going to get in trouble. He's Here's his confession. But it was like one article from a random small little. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like like ESPN didn't didn't announce it. Yeah. And um, obviously it didn't get picked up by like CNN or or the New York Post. Like like the, no big, big credible source. Yeah, I listened to another sports podcast, uh, the Dan Patrick show. Yes. Yeah. He, NBC. 
He's friends with him. He didn't mention anything. No, no, and it didn't come out on CBS either. Like, like I was just like, like CBS Sports. I was just like, what's happening here? Um, so I started googling it. Yeah, yeah, and so, that's. But what me. was your original thought before you thought it was Oaks? No, I no, didn't no. tell you that for a little bit. No, 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 no. So I didn't. I started looking into it, but I couldn't find any information. And right. I was like, could this be real? I was mm. like, this is so terrible. How on earth can you do this? But then I was like, well, this is showbiz. So and let me ask you, as a Hispanic, because he was saying he was parading as a Hispanic. Yes. I just want your original thought when you thought it was a real thing. As a Hispanic, what did you feel? I was like, dude, you're going to give us a bad name. But why would he give us a bad name if, it, if he wasn't one? Right, but what I'm saying is, like, okay, you know there have been uh, this kind of behavior uh, from people who were, like, in the NAACP, mm-hmm. and this this woman, like, I forgot her name. We talked about that professor, that teacher, who pretended to be uh, African-American descent, yes. but she was really not. Right, but then there was another executive. I think she was an executive for the NAACP, okay. and she was trying to come across as black, but she wasn't. Okay. And... Um, or African-American, you know, don't want to offend anybody out there. Um, and the idea was, I had seen, you know, you, you've heard these things before. Right. And it was like, dude, you, you know, you, you just, you look really bad right now. And I was just thinking, man, you never heard of a Hispanic, like somebody trying to play Hispanic. I mean, at least I hadn't picked up on that. Oh, I got another story for you after this one. Though. All right. So but continue. So I was just like, come on, dude. Like you you had such a good show, such a good run on ESPN because he was leaving ESPN as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he has left ESPN. And my thinking was like, come on, man. How could you? But were you offended? No, not Yeah, offended. it was weird because when I heard the story, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and, but because of the podcast, I started thinking about it more. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is dumb. I mean, how could he be doing this right now? He should have come clean a long time ago. Right, right. Like that was more of the come on man like you you're such a he's been a credible like source and such a strong presence on air yeah that i was just like man you're gonna ruin your entire reputation and the thing is he was saying he was cuban and he's a member in uh a member of the community in miami yes that's where he, that's where he lives now well anyways as i did some more research and, and exploring it and then the next day poppy came out which is his father mm. and he gave the name doug 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 yeah, from des moines yes 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 he came out with an apology, but he was reading it and he was reading it in his accent. And at first I was like, man, this is not an apology. This is terrible. Why do right. they keep doubling down? Mm-hmm. And then he started to, to do some other things on there. And then it started to dawn on me, wait, this is too ridiculous. There is no way that if this is a Doug from Des Moines, but the truth is it actually is a Doug from Des Moines. Cause as I started to read his Wikipedia page, his father does go by Doug and he did live in Des Moines. Oh. He's just not an actor. He was his father. Right, right, right. All along. It was really weird. And so I, I started to put it all together. And I was like, and then I started to read some of the posts and a little go a little bit further. And some of his listeners were like, this is a joke. There's a running joke here that people don't understand. They don't understand the show because some people thought it was serious. Right, right, Obviously, right. like, I can't believe he did this. And you don't get it. It's just a joke. So this is a long story to say. We got a little had. Yes, we did get had. For a while, because I, I shared this with some friends, and I was like, guys, can you believe this? And then I had to apologize later and say, by the way, I think this is a hoax. Luckily, I didn't post it somewhere where it was like, 
for the general public right. or I didn't, we didn't put it on the podcast yeah, beforehand. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. It's funny because this podcast has, has made me do a little bit more research on stuff. Yeah. And I'm always careful because when you get like on Facebook and or back in the day where they used to send you these spam emails with these yep. stories. Yep, yep, yep. All these amazing stories are, can you believe this? You know, this political person has done this and, and all these conspiracy theories that are out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people believe them without doing actual credible research. Yes. And, and we need to be careful when we see a quote, when we see a story, when we see a tweet. Yeah, when we say Ellen White says. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm did just trying she, to cover all of yeah. our Did our she say here. that first off? And second of all, what context did she say that in? Yep, yep, yep. I mean, my thinking is this is the 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 lesson for all of us. Do your homework. Like, don't just take what you hear and run with it. And before you get all emotional about it and right-brained, yeah. make sure that you <laughs> Well, I've seen all these stories about the vaccine, about coronavirus, about political stuff, which have like a minuscule part of truth. Yes. Right? Or maybe they have a good part of truth, but then there's a good part of it or a minuscule part that's off and people take that and, and that gains traction. Yes, yes. And and that's what I'm saying. Like, just make sure not to get engulfed and get so emotionally invested right. before you get facts. Right. Like, I wasn't emotionally invested with this because really, I mean, so. I felt it, a little sad. Like, I wasn't offended. Yeah. I felt a little sad because I was like, man, you know, I really appreciated his journalism and the work that he did. And, and you know, I enjoyed watching the show. I really did. I laughed a whole bunch watching Highly Questionable, right? Mm. And um, yeah, so I was a little sad. That's All right. what I was. But other than that. Well, yeah, so so now that, that actually taught us a lesson. We're going to be careful with our stories. Um, we're going to make sure that we do a, a little bit of research, and we'd like you to do a little research. So that's clickbait number one. Clickbait number two will be right when we come back, and it actually ties into this a little bit. I told you I had a story for you. All right, we'll be right back. Right, you ready? I'm ready, man. What are you reading there, man? You doing a little research right now? Yeah, I was. I was trying to make sure that that I spoke correctly when I said right brained. Oh. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You imagine? Yeah, people people can correct us. If we're ever wrong, just correct us. We'd like to know. We know mistakes are welcome. Yeah. We said that at the beginning. Mistakes are welcome. And we want to learn from our mistakes. Yes. Because we want to grow together. Exactly. All right. So have you heard of Hilaria Baldwin? No. Hilaria Baldwin. So she is Alex. Alec Baldwin's wife. Do you know who Alec Baldwin is? Yes. He's an actor. He's done Saturday Night Live stuff lately. Yeah, yeah. He's the Trump guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been playing Trump uh, more recently. Mm-hmm. So apparently his wife has been, has said she is from Hispanic descent. Oh. Like from Spanish descent. Uh-huh. And speaks with an accent, right? Right. Well, it has come out that unlike the story we just heard, uh-huh. she has indeed been masquerading or pretending or implying. Mm-hmm. Let's get him. She was more implying that she is Spanish when in reality she was from the New England area. Her oh. parents were from New England. Wow. Yeah. And she has, she would often speak with an accent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And after this story came out, 
people were looking looking at all these YouTube videos. I think you can find it, Hilaria Baldwin's accent break that would show videos where she would be speaking in the accent for a little bit mm-hmm. and then kind of break and get more into the American accent. Yeah. And so they were like, do you see this? Like, she's been doing this for so long, pretending to be Hispanic or Spanish. She was more from Spain. Yes. Um, but she's really a white girl from the Boston area. Mm-hmm. Now, her parents do have a house in Spain. They'd vis- they like to visit there. And mm-hmm. she went on later to say that she just liked the Spanish culture. But at first, she was doubling, kind of doubling down and saying, how are you questioning me? And Alec Baldwin actually doubled down. And said, why are you questioning my wife and, you know, her integrity? Which is interesting because he would always make fun of Trump for doubling down on his uh, less than accurate statements. Yep. And here's Alec Baldwin doing the same. Double standard. Yeah, the character doesn't fall far from the tree, huh? Mm. But it's interesting. So last time we see this Dan Lebertard who's playing a trick pretending that He's not Cuban when he really is Cuban when he always said he was Cuban. I don't know. It's right. confusing. It is. But we see Hilaria <laughs> Baldwin now saying she had a sp- she came from Spanish heritage, but she didn't. Oof. What do you think of that? I mean, we've already talked a little bit about how we kind of initially felt with Dan Lebertard, but this is actually a true story. Right. I mean, I don't know. Like, like to, to me, the deceit part of it with... What the outcome is, mm-hmm. I think, is more the point for me. Like, if she, like, her deceiving whether or not she's Hispanic, I don't know how much of an impact it has. I mean, it, it speaks a lot about her character. Why are you deceit? You know, why are you being deceitful about this? Um, but when it comes to like, like impact, impact, yeah, I'm like, whatever, man. You just, people just do you consider this cultural appropriation though? I don't know her her background, her upbringing, so I don't I don't know. She's a white girl from the <laughs> from the yeah, northeast. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, but pretending I mean, to be Spanish. Yeah, but again, like if if you go back to the whole like NAACP, where where in the NAACP they they are supporting mm-hmm. African Americans, like this is why they exist. Going back to that, right. you know, I mentioned that in the, in our last uh, clickbait. But the point is, in that case, you can come forward and say this is what I am, but I strongly believe in this, right? Right. In her case, was it that? I mean, look, look, and, and this is gonna sound crazy, but all right, I'm, good. I'm I like the fact it, it sounds crazy. Bring so, it on. So, so this whole idea where where people can choose their gender mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. like you have the freedom to say I feel like this mm-hmm. and choose it. Interesting. So to me, this whole idea of I am white, you know, Caucasian. Interesting. And then I get to choose where I can be. Fr- I mean, I don't know. Like that's huh. why I'm like. Yeah, it is interesting because there would be some people who would say, how dare she culturally appropriate the Spanish culture? But some of those same people might be saying, well, how come we shouldn't be telling people what gender they are? They can pick whatever gender they are. Exactly. That's why I'm saying. And one is, yeah, that's very interesting. I I never thought uh, about that. It's interesting how we always have double standards. Yes. What is it like? How can you pick your gender but not pick your? Now I don't believe you should pick your gender. I believe it's scientifically and biblically pretty solid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't get that concept either. By the way, but that's for another day. Of, <laughs> so I believe in science. Yes. Right. And I do yes. believe science does get things wrong at times. At but times. Yeah. The, so. Huh, interesting. Like, I, I didn't get offended. I, th- I thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, why, why are you trying to be someone you're not? Exactly. 
you know, God created you this way. Be happy with it. You were given this family. But there was obviously something she was, there was obviously at some point she got some special attention out of this. Something. And she was like, well, let me continue this. I, people like the accent I'm speaking with. Do you find it, do you find it a little bit culturally insensitive that she would be speaking with an accent? Like, could, couldn't she just say, listen, I have a Spanish heritage. I just don't have an accent. I don't have an accent, Spanish accent, but right. I have come from a Spanish heritage. You see, I I guess some people would be offended yeah. that she went that far. But then isn't that how you do when you lie, though? Like, you just keep adding layers and layers on top of it just to get away with what you were. But that was probably the original layer anyways. True. I, I don't know. Yeah. So so that's I'm like I I'm not gonna get offended because she's trying to you know I mean thank you for wanting to be Hispanic I mean I don't know. really I don't know. really you think so <laughs> I don't know I mean again because because I'm just reading an article right now Selma Hayek who's yeah, half, yeah, half yeah. Mexican half Spanish yeah, 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 yeah. weighs in on uh, on Baldwin's Spanish heritage scandal and she says she was honored. That Hilaria Baldwin faked her Spanish accent. See? I wouldn't go that far. I'm not honored. I mean, but, I'm like, why are you doing this? But, but. Th think about Spanish people, though. Yeah. Like, like if you don't speak Spanish, but you try, mm -hmm. most of them aren't going to laugh at you for trying. They're going to try to be like, oh, you know, cool. I know Let a few me help who will you. laugh at you. Okay. I know a few. Well, okay. Well, maybe it's just I'm looking at it from my perspective. <laughs> it's, but, once again, you run in very, you're so nice, you run in nice circles. Oh, oh, I'm sorry I bring you down, man. <laughs> no, you're I bring fine. you down. No, you don't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, so the, the concept is I have experienced that if you don't speak Spanish, but you try, you at least try, like the people appreciate the fact that you're trying. So it's not that kind of, so, so I can, I can understand where someone's coming from. That's why I was like earlier, you know, Hey, thanks for trying. Interesting. That was an interesting statement because Selma Hayek, here's, here's a, some other quotes from some, from Selma Hayek as she talks about Hilaria Baldwin. She's hilarious, by the way, for doing this. <laughs> we all lie a little bit. That was one of her quotes. And then she's like, she feels honored. It makes me feel proud that some people are inspired, she says. I think she's smart to want to be Spanish. We're cool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think a little bit's that tongue-in-cheek. I don't think, you know, she's really being that. I'm like, well, I, know, maybe I mean, Selma she, she could be. Yeah, I mean, maybe. is Hilaria, uh, is she an actress just like uh, Alec? I don't think. I, maybe i don't think so i don't think she's been in very much she the things i would see her in were like these little talk shows okay and stuff and i think she's more famous for her husband and mm -hmm. she i think she's written books and done like videos about being a mother neat and stuff like that yeah i don't know i so, mean is it okay never mind go ahead, go ahead. where are you going yeah no no Anyways, I, I just thought that was an interesting story because we just talked about dan lebertard yeah. story and and it was a hoax and he really does come from Cuban descent. But then a, like a week later after you shared the story with me, I saw this hilarious. And I'm like, oh, wait, she's trying to really be like for real, real. Yeah. So so get this. So so with the point of this particular conversation, I guess, is you can be from another country if you want to be. Just be honest that you're not from there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. I, if If you culturally are inspired by someone. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, but it's kind of weird to tr want to be something you're not. But again, culture and race is something that is man-made to a certain extent. Okay. So, so my point is it's, not, it's different from gender, mm -hmm. in my opinion, where that is given to us by God. It's a gift. Our gender is a gift that God gave us, right? Mm -hmm. And, of course, sin is marring that, and we're having a lot of challenges when it comes to this. But 
when it comes to culture and race, that's a man-made thing. Well, some would, some might disagree with you a little bit. I mean, I, I, yeah, it's it's more these us trying to put ourselves into these boxes and actually make us, yes. I mean, and for those of you who who want to disagree, you know, hit, you know, hit us up, diversityonthehill at gmail dot com. And here's my point: race really started and cultures really started to shift at Babel. It was at the Tower of Babel when their when their language was confused because there was only one language up until that point, and then people who somewhat understood each other left together, mm-hmm. and then obviously going to different places in the world you were going to have experiences different experiences and we know that climate impacts uh in some cases even uh the pigmentation of our skin Mm -hmm. so with all of that idea that's a way that culture started to evolve and and they were different based on their needs where they were located so again it's still man-made yeah well, we all came from the same parents. That's Adam the point. Interesting question. A little side note here. Yeah. And maybe this is, we're going way off topic here, but my daughter asked me the other day an interesting question. If Adam and Eve were the same color, how do we have all these different colors now? Okay. People. Yeah. I, I go back to the same idea. Babel. Once people yeah, were but split. So, so when they split languages, did all of a sudden they become a different color? Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Some um, scholars argue mm-hmm. that... Cain's mark was that, that his pigmentation was changed. Okay. Um, so people could identify him. He looked different from everybody else. Yeah, that's a dangerous belief, though, because some believe that was a curse. So then the curse of, there's another one, the curse of Ham. Is it Ham? Right. Right, where they say the color. And, and that actually comes from a, a little bit of a racist kind of bent. Right. Well, again, you can't prove which color was the one that he was given. Mm. Well, we know Ellen White says that Adam and Eve were actually more of a reddish hue. Yeah. If you, if you, well, look at the color of clay, for heaven's sake. Okay. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but the idea is, so I believe that once Babel hit, languages were changed or confused. People that understood each other kind of went their own way. It depended where they settled. And I think that that started playing to the pigmentation. So how did it play into the pigmentation? Have you thought about that? Well, again, uh, we're, I'm just putting you on the spot. I, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> I, I haven't done Scientist full Crucio. research on this, so please help me out here. Those people who live in less warmer climates mm-hmm. tend to have a lighter pigment. It um, tends to look that way. What doesn't it? And then, and then those who live in, closer to the equator mm-hmm. or in warmer climates tend to have their pigmentation become darker. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about the people who are, uh, lighter skin toned. And they go to the beach or they get a lot of sun exposure, right? Unless they turn red like a lobster, you know, and they actually want to get, quote unquote, color. Right. And then when they go back to their regular routine outside of the sun, their pigmentation then, go ahead, it changes, right? Yeah. So I think that the melanin in our skin is impacted by where we live. Yeah, it probably helps out. Here's my theory. You know, it's all it's all genes, right? Dominant genes and res- recessive genes. Mm-hmm. My theory is that we had all those genes in our body to begin with. Like Adam and Eve had the genes. And then as you went to different places, those genes that were dominant became more prominent because of the needs of, like you of said. The environment. Right, yeah. of the environment. Yeah. I, and, and so I believe Adam and, and Eve's genes were so pure and amazing when they were created that they had every possible outcome oh yeah 
And it's, I, I believe it's, that. That's pretty amazing. That's neat. Who would have thought that we were going to have a science class on? Yeah, we did. This is not a science class, by the way. We're not scientists. So some scientist is going to email us and say, you guys are dumb. Here's the real answer. And I'll be like, look, just give us your answer, please. But this is, this is, uh, this is clickbait and we're just we're just having a conversation and sometimes conversations take you down some rabbit holes yes they do and we're just having some fun together all right well hey hold on we've got another clickbait right after this break all right you ready for our last clickbait let's do it here it is a washington state Casino broke Guinness World Records when it celebrated the opening of its parking garage with a race between two cars. Right? Uh huh. How does that break a record? Because they were 91% cake. Cake? Yeah. They raced cars that were 91% cake. They were at 91% edible. <laughs> what? So an edible car, according to Guinness World Records qualifications, requires that 90% of it be edible. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And, and so they, let's see, former former one driver, Michael Andretti. Oh, the Formula One driver? Yeah. What? He drove the car that broke the records. The vehicle was a replica of a car he drove during a championship season. The other car was a replica of a car once driven by his father, Mario Andretti. Yeah, yeah Mario Andretti. Yeah, yeah. Andretti's car kate car reached a speed up to 17.08 miles per hour wow and traveled a distance of 400 and no sorry 350 feet before it broke i'm assuming yeah, i don't know undone? like did it break that's i don't know do you have a video or something I, we might have a video yeah there's some kind we, of video here of, we might of have the, the we have to put that link on the uh, right <laughs> on the description so you can watch it too. Yeah, well, you, we'll have to put the link in there and see if it, if the, if the video is on there. But it's like a a cake and oh yeah. So, dude, it looks like one of those cakes. Yo, Guinness comes up with the weirdest stuff. Yeah, why would you? Why would that even be a record? <laughs> I don't know. Like I could come up with a world record because no one's ever done it before. Yeah, and and, and like, have you seen some of the world records they've done? I mean, yes. they're just amazingly dumb. Yes. You know what we should do is we should come up with a really dumb world record. Uh -huh. And just if you just do it for two seconds, you're going to be like, I'm the longest one to have done this. Yeah. Because there's no other recorded person doing it. I got it. What if we yeah. said we did a 12-hour marathon of diversity on a hill? I think someone's done that before. Yeah. A 12-hour podcast? Yeah. It's called a live stream. <laughs> I don't That's think true. they'd do that. Oh, man. All right. We'll have to yeah. figure something out. I don't out. think anyone will listen to us 12 hours straight. No, I no, can't even no, listen no. to myself an hour straight. What yeah, are you talking about? Yeah, no, 12 hours. Yeah. Wow. Listening to myself. So anyways, I'm what do you think sorry. about that? Would you, would, you have liked, would you have liked to have driven that car? A cake car? Yeah, a cake car. I like to drive any car. Like, really, I just enjoy driving. Would, so. you, would you have eaten the car no. afterwards? No. They're cutting up the cake after they drive it. I see them. It's like a little go-kart type of thing, and they're cutting the cake after they drive it, and they're eating it. Oh, mercy. 91% cake. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to be able to have, I guess, tires and yeah, they the have axles tires. and then the, the steering engine. wheel. You're not going to make a... And you got to sit on something, so I guess... No, I think they have to sit on cake because 91%, that's a lot. That is. think about it, that's a, the majority that's a, of the car. Man, I want to see the engine and stuff. on cake? Like, like... 
I'm sure he sat on cake. Maybe they didn't frost it. Or it could have been, well, here's the thing. It has to be 90% edible. So they could have put like some harder yeah, cake yeah, yeah. or cookie. Fondant. or Yeah, fondant. You know, because a lot of cakes, no, the whole thing's wrapped in fondant. You know how some cakes, they, they make them out of, um, to make some part of the structure, they do Rice Krispie treats or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It's actually going pretty fast, man. This little car. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I guess yeah. I'll have to share this video with you because yeah, I'll, I'll put it on the description so everybody can can watch it too and and get a, a laugh yeah. out of it. I we guess. see Mario Andretti driving a ninety one percent cake car. Would you want to drive it? Sure, why not? And I'd eat it too. It's cake. You, you would eat it? Oh yeah. Oh no, man. Yeah, they only drove it three hundred and fifty feet. It can't get too dirty or three, whatever. Three hundred and fifty. Yeah. Okay. That's that's not a long ways. Not enough to get a bunch of dirt on it. See, I thought you were going to say it was a parking garage that they built, not nope. just a open parking lot. Nope. They built a parking lot, and to celebrate, they broke the Guinness World Records. Here's, here's a question. Yeah. Who made the cake? I don't does know. It, tell it, you? it does not say. Okay. Because if, if it was Cake Boss, I heard that that sometimes these decorative cakes don't taste that good. Some of them don't taste that good. Some of them do taste really good. It just depends. Yeah, I mean, uh, by it's, the like, way, it's like, do you like, anyways, are you a cake person? I'm not a big cake guy anyways. No, I'm an ice cream guy. Yeah, we've talked about this before, yes, we what have. we are. but Pies and ice cream. So baby. weddings, I'm always, when, you, when I go to a wedding, I'm not really excited because the dessert's always a cake. Whoa. You I like the weddings that they have donuts. I've seen. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So, so let me share this with you. Have mm -hmm. you ever had Dominican cake though? what's a dominican cake okay so dominican cake tends to be moist mm -hmm. and they normally use pineapples nope don't like it you don't like pineapples pineapple cake nope what it's not a pineapple cake is there a pineapple in the cake no 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 no. okay so how do they use pineapples then what's your well yeah i guess there is pineapple. yeah then no i don't like pineapples <laughs> in my cake like, wait, wait a second i had to think about it i like pineapples but only on the only by themselves Oh, okay. I don't like it mixed in with anything else. It's so you don't do like pineapple pizza? Oh, that's terrible. That's, what? No, that's a, that's a, no. You can't get into this conversation. Pineapples on pizza, that's disgusting. What? No. Pineapple is a sweet. Yes. And, and a little sour, right? And I don't like my salty food sweet. Like I want food to be salty, not sweet. Dude. And pineapple destroys. Pineapple and cheese together, that's disgusting. No way. Disgusting. Oh, man. You don't like the contrast that that the party in your mouth that is created when you have salt and sweet No, together? that's two parties that go don't go together, <laughs> right? Oh, man. It's like a, it's like a college bender, uh -huh. right? Like a frat party yeah. mixing with like a potluck after, after <laughs> church. Oh, they don't mix. Man. They don't go together. Oh, dude. It, it seems like a party, but what it does is it just leaves a Have bad you taste tried in your it? mouth. Pineapple pizza? Yes. Yes, I've tried it. Wait, from where though? It doesn't matter from yes, where. It does there's matter. pineapple and there's pizza. Pizza is a beautiful thing, by the way. I love pizza. Uh-huh. Same here. Right. I think I mentioned it's one of the foods I could eat every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could I could eat pizza every day. Pizza is a beautiful thing. You put that pineapple on it, you have destroyed a beautiful thing. Oh my word. 
we definitely so disagree on this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is going to be a real contention between us. <laughs> Pineapple on peel, oh. dude. And I know people like it. My son likes it a little bit, but I can't stand it. Oh man, I got to take you to like a good pizzeria. Yes, please do, but do not put pineapple on the pizza because then they have ruined it. <laughs> Man, it tastes so good. Whatever. We're, we're, okay, we're, now, we're, now, now mind you, pineapple is not my favorite topping mm-hmm. on a pizza. I know we're like going so... <laughs> we are way up. <laughs> well, we, we talked about a cake, a, a cake car. Yeah, okay. So what's your favorite topping on a pizza? Feta cheese. Interesting. That's okay. I, yeah. I can do it. So I like feta cheese. I like banana peppers. So nope. these are salty. These are salty things, right? Yeah, they're fine. I but, I wouldn't put banana peppers on though. All right. So feta, banana peppers, and do you put pineapple with those? All I those? can. And it's yeah, just you can. Great- of course you can, but you shouldn't. It's like the Bible <laughs> says: everything is permissible, but not everything is profitable. Oh man, look, and right? it tastes great. The salty and sweet bit. I mean, look, I want to hear from you all. I want to hear. What is your favorite pizza topping? And do you believe pineapple should go on pizza? I should put that as a Instagram poll. poll. Sure. Pineapple and pizza, yes or no. I like it. I want to hear from the listeners because I believe that pineapple is good on pizza. And in cake, for that matter. It's better in cake, but not a big cake guy. Well, hey, listen, thanks for listening, everybody, to our semi-serious, semi-not-so-serious podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd like for you to return next week where we might get a little, you know, serious with some things. Yes, that's true. But, hey, again, we want to hear from you, diversityonahill at gmail.com, diversity with a C. Uh, For first-time listeners, if you've gotten this far, thank you so much for having fun with us in this clickbait. And check out our Instagram, and hopefully we'll have an Instagram poll up in the not-too-distant future. At Diversity on a Hill. And be normal. Don't pick pineapple. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, let me pray for us. Loving Lord, we thank you so much that uh, we can have serious conversations, fun conversations, and in the end, we can just have fun together. And uh, Lord, yeah, there's some things in this world that we just can't understand. There's some things that just don't make sense to us, but we know that you're in control and we know that soon and very soon you're going to take us to a place where it's all going to make sense and we're going to live with you for eternity and eternal bliss. And we're looking forward to that time. Until then, help us to have open and honest conversations. Help us to be respectful to one another and help us to share your love. So that way you can draw everyone to you. Yes, Lord. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Grace and peace to you all. This is PJ, and I'm out. PK here. Many blessings. Till next time. You know what else is out? Pineapple on pizza. <laughs> <laughs>